Hello, and welcome to The Refill, part of the 52 and 52 Network, where we do shorter recaps on movies. I'm Anthony. And I'm Josh. Today we're going to be doing a refill episode on Hardcore Henry. So Josh and I and a couple of our friends saw Hardcore Henry um, for, we actually got to see it for free via Regal. Uh, we got free passes to see it. Or STX and STX screenings, I suppose. In conjunction with Regal, I guess. So that was pretty cool. We were pretty excited to see it for free. A couple of our friends were kind of skeptical. Uh, if you guys don't know, basically, the trailer for this movie, the plot of this movie, it's um, it's pretty thin. It's just like an action movie. Um, I think the plot basically boils down to this guy is, I guess... Uh, revived back from the dead and he had like broken arms and legs and he's fixed up and then some bad guys take his wife and he goes on a mission to kill all the bad guys to find his wife and get her back um and that's really the simplest plot as far as non-spoilers go um so this movie it, it came out and it had a lot of really good reviews i was pretty excited to see it this whole movie was actually filmed on a gopro which is pretty cool it's actually based on a YouTube video called Hardcore. That's sort of the inspiration for the actual film. The movie itself is pretty short. I think it's only, what, 80 or 90 minutes, right, Josh? Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, it really doesn't star too many people. Char- Charlotte O'Copley is the main lead. Your dude. And he's my dude. And um, Danilo Kozlovsky, I think, is the villain. And everyone else His is... Wife's played by Haley Bennett. Yeah, and everyone else is kind of just there. Um, they're just, you know, bad guy number one, bad guy number two, etc. Tim Roth was billed to be in the in the movie, but they fucking teased you with that because he's in it for collective like is thirty Tim seconds. Is Tim Roth really gonna get you to a movie? Like, I like him in. I mean, like, a few movies Tim Roth and Copley is a good yeah. is a good one two punch. Yeah, for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Where do you want to start? I mean, I, I really like this movie. Honestly, I think Josh was a little more concerned than me about. Just the shaky camness and of action scenes, et cetera, et cetera, and just all being filmed and edited from a GoPro. But I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, the the shaky cam didn't really bother me. I mean, there are a couple times where it's like you have to be consistent with it. So I get it. The whole thing is on essentially on a GoPro on on someone's head. So some of it is going to be just like you can't tell what the hell is going on. And a couple different, a few different points here and there, it's like he's fighting and he has to get knocked around and like or he's fighting and it's dark and it's like you literally have no idea what's going on, which. It, I guess comes with the territory if you're doing this kind of movie. I was I was prepared for that and I was fine with that. It's not like I it's not I it's not my ideal way to watch an action movie, but for, as a one-off experience to see what this is like, this that, that's fine. Um, and I, no, I, I really enjoyed it too. I just thought it was a ton of fun. Um, it's weird. The reviews were really good before we saw it, but then when like they all dropped like over the weekend, the movie kind of went down to like fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, whereas it had been in the eighties, and. I, I don't know. I, I didn't understand what the problem... Like, I think a lot of people criticize the plot, but it's like, do you need an intricate plot for a cool kick-ass, kick-ass action movie? No. You just want to see some dude kick-ass, and I think that's what a lot of action movies are. I guess some might just have more characters, and thereby there's just going to be some more stuff going on, but I don't understand, like... D- he has to kill this dude that has his wife like and it becomes a little more complicated than that when you learn more about Shalato's character and everything that's going on there but do you really is it that important for you to know exactly why the guy wants to kill him or no i think it's just like, inherent in an action like, movie where someone steals your wife he, he, i mean he wakes up from his operation or whatever that made him somewhat of a bionic man and you figure he's told this woman's his wife and he believes her and he's just doing what he thinks is right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't need a much more of a hook than that if you're going to keep me entertained and the movie does. Yeah. And, and they sort of 
let you the, the character also has to learn things he has to learn how his powers function he has to learn what he can do with his powers and like what punches or bullets or whatever he can take and also give back to villains or bad guys whatever we should also say that his uh i mean you probably know this if i'm assuming most of the people listening to this saw the movie but his voice box doesn't get activated or whatever yeah. you want to call it so yeah um how do you think this movie is different for you if he can talk like is are you glad i think it's, it's probably like less fun okay. right I don't. I. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think it, it's kind of cliche like to say, in, but in found footage movies, there's like usually someone that's holding the camera. Sure, talking sure. And, this is a little different. I yeah. Think. Um. I think that. The. I mean, it's cliche, like I was saying, but this is sort of just like a, a an hour and a half of like a video game experience, and so that's sort of why he doesn't talk because you're sort of just getting missions and being ex- instructed by somebody, which ends up being played by Copley. And uh, I thought he was. I thought it was. It was fine. Yeah, it the was one thing I will say to that that I'm remembering now is that. I mean, that's the one thing. It's like your point, when your point of entry character is someone you know so little about because he doesn't talk. But I do think it does a good job of uh, three, two or three times. Um, you, you see hand gestures in response to something someone else says that are really like it's it's funny because they're well timed and someone yep. says something and, and natural. It, it tells you something about him yeah. and just like where he can see the humor in a situation, which is a very. I think that's a pretty impressive thing to be able to pull off, and by just essentially like you don't see a guy's face or hear him speak, but you can still learn something about him. Which I thought the movie didn't mean it didn't overuse that because it, it the jokes that there, there was a lot of laughing in our theater it wasn't like there were a lot of jokes that fell flat or anything yeah. or they, they tried to go too hard in that direction so yeah i'd say it's an area where it, it, i just thought it was an interesting choice that they made i don't know if it makes it i, I guess it, it would all depend on how the character is written i can't say for sure if it would make it much worse but i think it, it didn't hamstring it in any way like it, no because they did a good job of like you know why he's doing what he's doing. It's not like we're going to drone on about character motivation like we do yeah. on a lot of these podcasts because it's, it it's even pretty had, clear. It had and, character and, and, motivation, and, 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 though. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's it's so clear. I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like usually it's because they a lot of in a lot of movies like that or certain TV shows, like you don't know why the bad guy is doing what the bad guy is doing. And he's just the guy that shows up everywhere and is just mm-hmm. doing shit and you don't know why. But um here the guy that's not talking we know exactly what he's doing so it's like not like we needed him to talk and explain himself at all which is good yeah and i think uh copley had a really good character development too it's a little strange characters develop characters <laughs> development i see you with the with the joke um and i think that at first it's a little confusing and you sort of have to buy into it i sort of yeah, just I, le- I leaned over to you at one point and said hasn't that guy died like three I, times and i was I just I, like did, fuck had it. you figured it out at that point no or no, no? I, okay i don't okay. think you could figure it out right okay. i mean yeah. if we're not getting into spoilers i think Okay. You just need to learn it at the end, but you, t- you figure out pretty early on. It's a little confusing because you see this guy die a few times, and you don't really know why. Yeah, and I, I sort of, I personally sort of just equated it to like the video game thing where nobody's really dead, so kind like of thing. Kenny on South Park, and you sure, kind of accept exactly. it for what it is. Yeah, and I, I like, as you noted earlier, I love Charlotte Copley, and I, every movie he's been in, I love. So I'm, I, I was hooked 100 percent with his character, and even by the end, you. For me, I even liked his character way more, like 75% of the way through the movie when you actually learn why he is the way he is and and all the dynamics going on between him and the villain and the main character. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And um, I, 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 it was a weird experience for me. Because one, I was confused about that, and then I just got self-conscious and worried I wasn't picking up on something. <laughs> And then, like, I got the bad news in the middle of the movie about the, the Sixers uh, parting ways with Sam Hankey. Not, <laughs> not to go totally off the reservation here, but that, that's just a 
I'm I'm a Philadelphia fan, and that just like put me in like a little somber mood for like the last hour of the movie. So, (laughs) I mean, like I I, and I still had fun in spite of that. Like I had that in the back of my mind. It was just like I I I got a text about it, and I shouldn't have checked my phone at all. But like I got like three texts like really quickly, and I was just like I couldn't help but like peek at my phone. Then I saw that, and I was just kind of down about it. But like I was still having fun in the back half of the movie, despite me being like down about that, which shows you how fun this movie was because. Um, yeah, I was pretty upset about the Sixers doing that. So, um, it shows that, like, the movie, like, it, it has fun with itself, and it's, it remains very entertaining throughout, even if it does, like, it does kind of get even more serious at the end. Like, there's some stuff at a, there's some, in addition to just some of the early Charlotte stuff, there's some other stuff at a brothel, which, yeah, it involves him too, but, like, it's still funny in addition to that. And there's, like, a few other scenes here and there, but, like, it definitely gets more serious, I'd say, in the back half, but, like, it stays fun at times because of the way they use Charlotte's character. Yeah, and I think the tone... I'm not making a direct comparison, but I think the tone and the sort of violent stuff is very similar to Deadpool for me in just, like, this raunchy, dirty jokes, this bloody, ridiculous, murdery action scenes, and a simple storyline that's easy to follow, and... And you just get action scenes and and jokes and 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 violent action. I don't know. I I liked it. Yeah. Um. I I I, can, I think I can ask you this without spoiling it. But did the twists that they had at the end um did those work for you? Yeah. I yeah. I, I yeah. I thought it was. I, there there are, there are some twists at the end. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that. Yeah. I no. I to... definitely I understood it. It makes sense and and it was fine for me. And I liked the ending. Yeah. I mean there there's the I mean there's. There's a couple of just like I mean, there's just some really cool set pieces. Like they already had a ton, and then they, mm-hmm. they kind of like they it's almost like they saved the best for last. Um, even though the stuff at Charlotte's house is uh, awesome, slash lab is like is really well done too. Like it, they kind of like go even crazier beyond that. So it's like you think, oh, this is kind of what they've been building towards. This is like a really cool thing where they're doing a lot of different stuff throughout this big house, and then it, like at the end, it kind of gets even better. So it's not, I mean, they I mean they obviously drop you right into something very exciting, but I mean. This movie's on. It's like it's going. It's going all out throughout. Throughout. It's. Um, I mean, there are a couple more quieter scenes where like there, there are people talking to Henry, but um, it doesn't go that long without like really having fun. Go, having fun and going all in with the action. Yeah. So I mean, I would recommend seeing this if you like a action movie. Like generally, yeah. I mean, like I don't think. And I was worried I was gonna like. I was, that's the one thing I was worried about. You hinted at it earlier. It's like yeah. maybe, maybe maybe getting a headache with a shaky camera or something like yeah. that because. It's it is different than a found footage movie in a way because if like you're just constantly moving here for the most part, whereas yeah. a found footage like you might stop and listen to some people talk. So that was one thing I knew was holding some people back that we talked to is they're worried sure. about like getting motion sickness. And mm-hmm. I I don't I didn't see anyone throwing up after the movie. <laughs> no, definitely not, definitely not. And it was just fun, honestly. And I think if you sort of like movies like Die Hard or Deadpool or just ridiculous action set pieces a la Fast and Furious, then you would like this movie. And if you're mad at not having, like, when your action movies don't have intricate plots, then you're just not fun, and I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think that about does it for this episode of The Refill. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please subscribe, rate, and continue listening. Thanks, guys.